Hello, hello, hello. Call me an anti, I guess. This is Shit Larry Say. Well, hello. Welcome back. Back to Louie. Hello. We had some technical issues, like, getting set up. And I don't, it was all on my side, and I still don't really know what's going on. So hopefully this audio turns out okay. I think it will. Fingers crossed. Yeah. There's just some periodic weird little noises, but I think we can all deal with that in this totally digital world. Um, So kind of the topic for today's um, episode came up when I sent a link to Back to Louie. I guess it was September 4th. Um, because a anti-conspiracy theorist journalist I follow by the name of Travis View had tweeted a link to a BBC podcast episode where he was on with Karen Douglas and a couple other people talking about QAnon, because that's really Travis's beat is QAnon, and I've been listening to the podcast he does with um, a couple other people called QAnon Anonymous, and... It's really interesting to listen to that because it's like, oh, we deal with that too. <laughs> These yeah. are all the same ideas. Um, but in listening to that, it's about 50 minutes or so, five zero. Um, in listening to that, I heard a couple of quotes that really pinged my interest. But let me pull up the one from Karen Douglas that we're going to really kind of dive into today. If I can get on the right account over here like where did I put that oh I put it in the drafts of a tumblr post which is not probably not the best place to have put this I did transcribe her commentary Um, so the question that Karen was asked was how would you try to talk someone down or persuade someone to perhaps think differently and I'll put the link to the podcast so you can all listen to it as well as the time of when this happened which is 44 minutes in or so. So there's two parts to this, and I want, like, two paragraphs. I'm going to do one paragraph at a time. So the first one. Personally, ridiculing the person or being hostile are tactics that are very likely to backfire. I think these individuals are already feeling quite alienated and living on the fringes a lot of the time, and communicating with them like this is likely to alienate further. So she's responding kind of... um, Aoife Gallagher had gone through and talked about... Um, advice for getting friends and family out of QAnon or conspiracy theories in general. And so Karen is kind of going along that same route. And I know listeners are probably like, ooh, SLS, that's what you do. You ridicule people. But I wanted to be clear that when I set up the YouTube channel and the blog and everything, my goal was never to convert people explicitly out of it. It was to help people who were trying to get out of Valeri, but um, mostly it was to inoculate others. So if people were like, ooh, what's this Larry thing? And they go on YouTube and look it up and they find my videos, they'll be less likely to continue on in that conspiracy theory. So it's more to prevent other people from falling into that rabbit hole. Um, And in that case, ridiculing does work because people don't want to be associated with that. That's also why I've never really gotten into debunking, really, because, you know, conspiracy theorists don't care about facts, basically. 
Um, but the paragraph that I wanted to talk about that kind of leads us into today's topic is as follows, quote, I think that one good approach might be to appeal to people, people's desire for critical thinking. We know that a lot of conspiracy believers do view themselves as critical thinkers or people who are actively searching for the truth. They're unpicking the evidence. They're looking for underlying pieces of information that help you understand the truth. I think that one strategy might be to ask people to think critically about where they're getting their information from, so to think about the source of the information. Is it reliable? Is it credible, for example? And I think that perhaps appealing to this critical thinking might be a good way to confront people with the errors in the way they're seeking the information, the places they're finding the information, and also might be a way to allow them to correct their beliefs. So. Karen Douglas does a lot, like her specialty is the social psychology of conspiracy theories, and she does a lot of studies on why, what makes a person a conspiracy theorist, what do they believe, why do they believe the things they believe, etc. And what really like hit me about this quote is there's so many like might, maybe, could be. So even someone who probably understands conspiracy theories better than, you know, more than a handful of people in the, in the world doesn't actually know the best approach, like, that would actually work <laughs> to... Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So another reason this spoke to me was because I was like, you know, I hadn't thought about that yet because we've tried a lot of different things, but we hadn't tried this yet. Yeah. Okay. So... You know, the fact that, you know, maybe the foremost expert in the world has a lot of mites and maybes and could bees um, says that this hasn't been tested, uh, but we're going to try it. We're going to look at it through our conspiracy theory here uh, and see if we can move the needle, perhaps. So that requires us to really look at. What are the sources that Larry's use uh, that they, you know, point to as the where the information originates from, where they're finding the information that they're using as evidence? And we came up with a few categories. So, which one do you think we should talk about first? Um, I think we just work our way down from the top i i have receipts the anonymous mm -hmm. messages yeah i think so too so yeah the anonymous messages that are sent to typically popular blogs that get a lot of readership um that describe in detail a story that happened that shows that larry is real and then they get hundreds of messages hundreds of notes now but it used to be they'd get thousands of notes that's one reason we know there aren't as many Larrys as there used to be. Yeah. Do you recall any, like, what are the most popular of the Larry receipts? Um, well, there's the, the, the yes, of course, always, which you'll see quoted in, like, the headers of, of Larry blogs even to this day. I don't remember the full details of it, but it was just basically, you know, someone who encountered Harry... And they had known that he was in a relationship, but I think I think he wasn't with Louis at this particular time, and so they were asking, you know, hey, you know, are you still with that guy that you were with before? And he smiles and says, yeah, of course, always. Um, 
Oh, I, the... I found it, actually. I All I did was Google, yes, of course, always. The first hit was from Styles for Styles. She was the one who went and, like, unlarried after she went and got the birth certificate, right? Or Styles? Styles? Yeah, Styles for Styles. Oh, Styles for Styles. No, 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 that was one of the... I, I like that. Was that one of the ones running the Larry Receipts blog? No, it wasn't. Okay. Hmm. Then I don't... I have a... Okay, so their story of events... It was in like Jen, got it. So she wrote, this was sent to me by a, quote, beautiful, intelligent, there I covered you source. I took out the parts that would reveal too much in terms of identity. So this wasn't even anonymous ask. This was, quite frankly, probably invented. Um, but if it wasn't invented by Zen like Jen, then it was invented by her friend who sent it to her. Um, says you know blank met them the first time when they made an appearance at an event in late 2013 harry was very sweet personally looked for this person introduced himself and confessed his admiration about both of this person's professional and personal achievements he said that he was eager to follow his footsteps as soon as he could and openly talked about Louie and mentioned they'd been together for three years, so since 2010. Next time this person, which I guess is a man because following his steps, ran into Harry in L.A. at a private party of a common friend. Harry was in a very good mood, said things were fine, and had recently come back from a birthday trip in Cuba or Jamaica this person was not sure with friends and boyfriend it was jamaica and then they linked to two quote-unquote sources this person was the most reserved person in the world you wouldn't believe but he said that harry had been so cute and open-hearted the previous time that he didn't want to sound disinterested and jokingly asked if it was still the same boyfriend of the last time apparently harry was a little taken aback then smiled fondly and hurried yes of course always Finally, this person casually met both Harry and Louis last fall in London while having a private dinner out with his own boyfriend. They just said hello and exchanged brief talks before parting ways. 13,130 notes. And I'm going to go and see when that was posted originally. This reblog was from 2015. Um, I can't see when it was posted originally. Because... She's dash only, but I'm not blocked. That seems stupid. Sent like Jen. Um, oops. Anyway, so yeah, that there was that one, and I wonder what these sources. So okay, let's analyze this source. Is this? I'm like, oh, but I got another receipt. But no, we'll continue. <laughs> well, we'll do that one next. Um, yeah. Oh, one of those links goes to genuinely believe who is deleted. That person was one of the. Uh, the blogs one of the secret blog people and then another one goes to the harry louis lewis treaty which is um also deleted i tell you something so is this source reliable is it credible i think no it's anonymous and anonymous sources are not inherently bad okay right when a journalist gets an anonymous source, um, journalists are supposed to get at least two sources to back up the information. So if they get one anonymous source, they'd really like someone to go that they already know to go on the record to um, back it up. And to be clear, 
anonymous to the journal to us is not anonymous to the journalist. Right. They know who it is, but they're not going to publish who it is because of blowback or whatever reason. So they're supposed to have two sources for everything and like unconnected sources. Um, but here we just have Zen like Jen saying that this person sent her this story. She implies that she knows yes. and so and she has censored the identities. So she's trying to act like the role of the journalist who's like, I know this source, but I have anonymized them for you. Yeah. And also there's not like there's not a way to fact check it either. Because it says an event in late twenty thirteen. I I wasn't around in twenty thirteen, but one direction was like all over the place at that point. So who knows, you know, what does late mean? Where could it be? Um, he ran into LA at a party. It was a private party of a common friend. We don't know who their common friends are. Um, you know, birthday trip in Cuba or Jamaica, which Jamaica's not so cool with the gay people. So Larry's never understand that. Yeah. Like that doesn't fade them at all. No, it doesn't. So this is typical, and the the tags that their story of events has put on this are, um, yes, of course, always, fuck off, they cute, and then receipts. So receipts are, is this, this is another um, AAVE thing, isn't it? Receipts? Um, I, wow, I Like originally? Know. It might be old enough that it is, yeah. So, but that's supposed to be like, oh, well, someone was trash talking you. Okay, well, show me the receipts. And you pull up your phone and you pull out the text messages and show them here. This is so-and-so trash talking you. Here are the receipts. Like, receipts right. are backing their evidence of the thing that you're saying. So when you're they're right. tagging this receipts, then they're saying this is evidence of this thing that we're saying. But what they're yeah. using as evidence is just wholesale created. So you can go to basically any of the the Big Larry blogs and go through their tag on receipts, and there's going to be all kinds of shit that is just like anonymous asks and um yeah here's one Nympho Louis thank you at Adora Lux L O U X for your receipt I'm posting it like this is I want to censor the locations. Just because I know they might have a house in Cheshire and I want to make sure none of the places could be the place of their house. Since we're sharing receipts and I don't know if you want to post this or not, it's okay either way, but there's been few incidents where they've both been seen together in the blank and blank area in Cheshire. My cousin used to go to school in blank and attends like house parties and such and has seen them there a few times. Both not necessarily keeping a low profile but not drawing attention to themselves either. I've not told anybody this or posted it anywhere before, so smiley face. So this is like random Larry sending this to a bigger Larry. Why not just post it on their own blog? Um, who then censors it, and it's the random Larry's cousin used to go to school and will go to house parties there and has seen them a few times. Is that a reliable source? And they've taken out any information that could be used to fact check. Yeah. And also, I mean, they have when it, since they talk about their this idea of a private residence, it's it's like deliberately unidentifiable. Like you specifically mm -hmm. 
is there is specifically no way to actually identify there's this handful of Larrys that claim that they know these addresses. Right. Um, and is, so, so like house parties, they're not attending parties at a club or an institution where you could go on that institution's social media and see mm-hmm. if they posted pictures from a party on this particular day or during this time period to see if you can go through them. No, they're saying house parties. So, yeah, they are making it deliberately impossible to fact check. I also want to point out something I think is so interesting. The perfect balance between not low-key, but not too overt. And I find that so interesting because it's like, you know, not just that it's the Goldilocks chair version, but also that a lot of Larry is predicated on the idea that they can be so sloppy in their Mm -hmm. displays of affection for one another. Like, all of that footage from 2010 to 2012 is about the idea that they thirst against thirst for each other and do inappropriate things. And yet these receipts are always, they never give away the game, but if you, but you, if you know, you know. Yeah, they give away just enough that if you know what you're looking for, you're going to see it, which means if you're in the in crowd, you'll see it. And if you don't know what we're talking about, of course you're not going to notice anything out of the ordinary. Of course you're not going to see it because they're just that good. And so that like anybody who is at that same house party that doesn't exist um the reason there aren't all these stories and all these pictures of them is because oh well those people aren't on the inside they don't know what to look for and yet these people there's always these insider people who don't know their relationship but can tell they're in a relationship from like a photo yeah and know it's harry styles and louis tomlinson but don't take a picture And there's so many pictures of Harry, like, at restaurants or something that someone's trying to take a sneaky picture, and he catches them, but they post it anyway. So you fucking know that if if Harry and Louie were together, there'd be a shit ton of those pictures. But of course you know that the Larry position on that is that there is no such thing as a sneaky picture. That Harry goes to those places without Louie to be photographed. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. And that, I mean, I think it was Lapaloza who used to say, like, oh, don't worry. They're, you know, those, those waiters and waitresses and whatever at these high-end institutions where they're being photographed get paid enough that it wouldn't be worth the payout to sell a photo or a story to a tabloid. And that's why everyone is mum about it. Okay, I found another one. Their story of events, their receipts tag is great. Um... <laughs> This is from originally Whimsicule, who also, by the way, writes um, Larry Stylinson fic on AO3, so go ahead and don't read their stuff. So the ask says, so general industry chatter is that they're together? And then Whimsicule answers, like, they have some kind of ability to answer this question. Um, it says... General industry chatter varies a lot, Anon. A lot of stuff needs to be taken with the well-known grain of salt because they're secondhand accounts, people who've just seen one or both at the same or separate times, people who have actually met and talked to one or both at the same or separate times, etc., etc. So there's this pretend, this pretense that they're saying, oh, well, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. 
Um, I don't want to get into specificities because I've never made the habit to talk about things I've heard or was told, but there are two fairly recent instances since I've basically been in solitary confinement this year writing up my thesis and haven't been out much that I can recall and there's no harm in sharing. One stateside friend meeting someone who worked with them saying in the flow of conversation, oh yeah, they're gay together. That's from last November, whatever year this is. Uh, one of my closest friends here in London, as we were moaning about missing Fashion Week this season because we were too busy. That's, that feels a little class kind of thing. There. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. reminiscing about the after show parties and all the celebs she'd seen, like Daisy Lowe and Tiny Timpa and Harry Styles and his boyfriend this September. It's nothing significant, and I can't and don't want to give details. I've been out of the loop for a while, so unless someone mentions it casually and unprompted, 1D is not on my radar, and I don't actively seek out information. The industry gossip I'm actively asking about has to do with who's taking over Burberry now that Christopher Bailey's leaving, and if um, Haiti Slamane is going to take over Chanel after all. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh. Anula Amato added, flashback to that one time I was an interpreter for the Paris Fashion Week. <sighs> And was chatting with a makeup artist who told me about what celebs he'd seen at after parties. Harry Styles and his boyfriend were also his words. Wasn't in the fandom back then, so I said, uh, who? And he didn't, and di didn't know he was gay. And he said he didn't know the boyfriend, but oh girl, what'd I do to get my hand on those cheekbones? So that's that. <laughs> I also... <laughs> yeah, the cheekbone thing. Because up until the cheekbone thing, you'd be like, well, they probably mistook Nick Grimshaw for his boyfriend. Because it, Daisy Lowe and Nick Grimshaw hang around and go to stuff together um but it's more likely to be like 100 percent um completely made up yeah so these are the asks that i've just pulled up and looked in receipt so again this source a stateside friend mentioned meeting someone um oh yeah they're gay together like that's a statement of fact yeah um closest friend saying that she'd met harry styles and his boyfriend like doesn't say what his boyfriend's name is um, there, that's a common theme <laughs> yeah so they know harry um, but not louis yeah or nick grimshaw as it were not that harry and nick were boyfriends but that was an actual thing of tabloid fodder Right. Seems like during this time period. Yeah. In 2013, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Anulo Amato saying... Who has deleted? Yes, that's right. They've deleted. Um, You know, chatting with people before they're in fandom and hearing things. Like, the only thing that I heard about One Direction before I was in fandom was when they filmed at... Um, Mission Control for Drag Me Down. I so One of my Facebook friends, because I have a lot of friends who work um, at NASA, one of my Facebook friends had mentioned, never thought I'd see a boy band, you know, at work. We couldn't post about it then, but since the cat's out of the bag now, because I guess it was after Drag Me Down was released, um, yeah. basically it said they'd been, you know, good kids, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But that's like, that was my first impression of them. And I can't remember who said it. <laughs> Because I do want to talk to that person. But the couple of people I thought it was, I asked them, and they're like, no, I wouldn't post something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, I also just want to add to the list of, um, of um, 
you know, bloggers that receipts. I mean, Diggin and Fluff was like, that was her whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I guess kind of the lead into like critically thinking, not just in, about individual receipts, but if someone claims to be an insider who have had this inside information and then they leave fandom, um, does that make you wonder in any way if what they claimed to know is something that really happened or that they lost that source? I mean, especially when they say like, oh, it's my cousin or my uncle or something like that. Mm -hmm. Do they not have contact with that uncle anymore that they could say like, hey, you know, um, have they lost? I mean, like, does, does that that never seems to shake people really? Um, when people leave, like, Diggin' and Fluff left fandom, and she basically comes back, and I see on Twitter sometimes, she's like, oh, hey, what's going on with the fandom now? And I'm like, aren't you an insider, don't you know? Like, right. Like, not in the, even in the sense of being in fandom, but, like, aren't you aren't you in those circles anymore? Like, Yeah. and What's the deal with that? <laughs> so many of them who claimed to be insiders have left, and, like, Maya... Um, dropping the veil of Maya. I'm typing in her thing. Yeah, she's she's active again, or she had she became active again. Yeah, but a lot of them will claim to like just be like, oh, you know, my insider source dro- like has dried up or whatever. But Maya's actually a PR person, so there should be no drying up of any sorts of thing. So like, why only come back like after you know Louis announces that he's leaving Psycho, like. Um, yeah I don't like if they're such good sorry I'm like scrolling through mm -hmm. oh my god someone's doing embroidery of Louis Louis and Harry embroidered merch from Rainbow's Bears is and they've got love is only for the brave in the Harry Styles the treat people with kindness black hoodie Mm. anyway in the rainbow font of course because Louis is, you know, out and proud and all. Anyway, okay. So, yeah. So, that yeah, that's our other... So, we have the anonymous receipts that people choose to believe or pass around as proof, like, years on down the line. That, oh, yeah, yeah, that thing that you're talking about, this is where it came from. And then that, just because it was around then, it had 13,000, you know, reblogs or likes, you know, notes... It was it, that somehow confers upon it status, and then we have the blogs like Maya, Goodbye Adulthood, um, also Sheena, who's Conscious Ramblings, who's I, I think she's left fandom. Yeah, she's inactive on Tumblr now. She's just on Twitter. It's kind of a general Twitter. Yeah, because she was, <laughs> she's roommates with Aaron who, like, well, he was still a conspiracy theorist, but he said he didn't believe in Larry or whatever anymore. And then... He's still a baby gator, though. Right. And so people are asking her, well, how can you live with him? He's an anti. And she's like, just because he doesn't believe in Larry doesn't mean we can't be friends. You guys are so close-minded, blah, 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 blah. Um, I am blocked on her blog, so I can't see it right now. But, um... She claimed to be an insider as well. And so there's all these people who are 
ostensibly anonymous, although she's veering into the non-anonymous just because she did have her picture up and that kind of thing. But um, claiming that these things are real because they're inside, like they know this kind of thing happens, etc. Um, but there's never any backup of you know, proof that they're an industry insider. She had a lot of pictures with people, mm-hmm. famous people. I think she did, she definitely volunteered doing event work for London Pride. And so mm-hmm. that's going to get you in a position where you can take pictures with important people. Um, right. I typically, well, I don't think that that's something that I would do. Um, but who cares? And then we have the list of expert Larry's who will always jump in with their expertise on the subject saying oh look I'm a dentist those are definitely Louis teeth marks marks. (laughs) and then everybody's like oh my gosh we've got of course we have a dentist Larry there's Larry's in every profession and it's like really (laughs) that's we're we're just so smart as a we're all we're all older, mature, accomplished, complete, independent women, unless you insult us, in which case we're poor, impressionable girls that you're giving the wrong impression of how to live their lives to. Yeah, and then my favorite is definitely Lawyer Larry. Um, oh, bless her. Because Lawyer Larry April, um, not convinced she's an actual lawyer. Her proof that she posted once was a picture from her office and it looked like a home, like residential area. I'm either blocked. I think I'm blocked from her. Did she delete? Straight up delete. I don't know. She didn't delete. Okay. Blocked. She's she's inactive. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. When it comes to. And she kind of popped up when um, Freddie came around, right? Yeah. And was there to, like, prove that, yeah, there could be a um, birth certificate, but that doesn't mean that. <laughs> Freddie is real. Yeah, that was the thing. It's like she, I think she was there before, before the birth certificate. At least I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. So she was, she was very much in the. Don't worry, they can't make this happen until it all happens. Right. Um, and then that was why she was. She said the infamous, you know, the law is irrelevant because it eventually got to a point where it's like, but how can this? How can this happen after the birth certificate? Um, after like video. After all of that, you know, people were asking her. She's, I think, she's the source of like the image clause issue yeah. and and tolling, the concept of tolling, which I believe I, I was um, informed doesn't really exist in the same way, exist at all, or in the same way in UK law. So it's a, a it's an American concept. Um, What's that one? I don't know what tolling is. Tolling is like um, your. You're, this case isn't proceeding. Oh, I'm going to get in some trouble for like explaining as I explain it. Okay, all. I just looked but it up. I'll, it, I'll read the, the case isn't. The case like is is on hold, but they continue to accrue the time mm. um, while it's on hold for for like whatever the statute of limitations is. And so the idea being that like they could that the band could be told on acting on breaking a contract or something like that. And therefore not be able to, like, release records, for example, because of an issue. Like, maybe maybe Liam can't release a solo, al- solo album because 
Louis hasn't released a solo album or because Louis like tied up in NDAs or something like that. Yeah. Um, to um, to imply that their fates are tied up together, I can only conclude that it was to, I, the idea that like it may appear that one or more of them are quote unquote free, but not all of them are free, and none of them are free until all of them are free, so that people wouldn't like on Larry mm-hmm. because it seemed like they had broken their con, like it seemed that they were free from their contract. Yeah, that sounds silly. <laughs> well, well. Also, then, then you know, like it was pointed out, it's like that doesn't. That's not a thing in in yeah. UK law either. So, um, and I can't speak to that, of course. Um, but so says Wikipedia, actually. So, <laughs> I didn't show the um, notation for that. But hi, this is SLS in post. I'm just going to read for you the definition of tolling. So. Tolling is a legal doctrine that allows for the pausing or delaying of the running of the period of time set forth by a statute of limitations such that a lawsuit may potentially be filed even after the statute of limitations has run. But as mentioned correctly, in the UK, it's not a legal doctrine. But yeah, and then basically, like, the law is actually kind of irrelevant. I mean, I think she's basically settled in the position that I mean, unfortunately, it's kind of true, been proven true politically, is like the law is only as good as whom, whomsoever wishes to enforce it. Right. Um, you know, she was the you know, predecessor of like Bill Barr. Um, <laughs> but it just seemed like, well, then don't you can't argue about what's possible if the if anything's possible. Like then you just open the doors for like, well, and why not? That's kind of where I end up like straw manning. I'm sort of like, why couldn't Louis just be made to do this till he dies like why not right. and what would what if there's no impetus to, if there's no way to enforce anything then what does the date of a contract mean at all they could just keep making him do it yeah and the other side of it that i always like had a bone to pick with lawyer larry was that it, simply well if the contract's making you do this and you you know if all of this is true there yeah. is a very good legal argument to be made that harry and louis should just breach the contract wait for whoever the big bad is to sue them and then go to court because whoever the big bad is will get laughed out of court by any judge it'll be dismissed and then if somehow they find a sympathetic judge and it gets to a jury imagine sitting on that civil jury and listening to all of this like would you ever find in the no one would find in the in favor of the big bad if all this were true and then of course their argument is oh well juries can be bought and to that i say um you've been watching a little too many movies um (laughs) i've been on a jury twice a civil and a criminal and there's like so many different steps that people go through in order to be selected that you're not buying a jury it's not going to happen but even I mean, even that, like what you said, yeah, is what happened with NSYNC. They broke yeah. their contract. They got sued. Like they didn't sue. They yeah. got sued for breaking contract. And they went to court. And they were like, "Your Honor, we've been treated very badly." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they got to settle, and they got to keep their name, and they got to break their contract. And the but movie I, that I will they never be... there's a movie that they cite, Artifact. Mm-hmm. which is directed by Jared Leto, and it's about 30 Seconds to Mars and their suit with Sony EMI and how 
they, the band, felt that their contract was um, unfair, and so they stopped complying with it, and then Sony sued them, and they were ready to go to court, and they ended up renegotiating the contract. But there's a whole documentary that Larry's say that they've seen because they like to think that's where they got the whole Irving Azoff is our savior idea. Yeah. Um, because he's the manager of 30 Seconds to Mars at the time. And mm. they watched this whole movie, but they completely didn't pay attention to what was being mm. argued. Yeah. And maybe they thought, oh, well, Larry can do this now. And then as years go by and they don't do it, they make up some excuse for why it didn't happen, which is they're going to have yeah. to pay... $230 million or something for every little breach that happened with the other source that Larry's love to quote, <laughs> the Rainbow Bears. The Bears. I got a, I got a DM on Twitter, sorry, from someone, this was on my Shit Larry Say blog, saying, I was wondering if you could debunk the rainbow bear thing. I've never believed in Larry, but I'm currently in an argument with one, and she said if Larry isn't real, then explain the bear thing, and I can't, really can't find anything to help me out on that one, laughing, crying. And then I said that was my first video on SLS, so you can look it up. But um, the fact that so much of their lore then and even now, when they're picking out all these signals and signs like QAnon bakers, um, yeah. They're, a lot of their lore comes from these set-up rainbow-colored teddy bears that were on stage at 1D concerts that had different little scenes. And they genuinely believe that Harry and Louie spent what little downtime they had sourcing all of this stuff and putting these outfits on the bears and posing them without anybody getting pictures of them doing this. <clears throat> and they think that all of those were signs and signals and messages for Larry's. And that they ran the Twitter account for it. Right. And then the, the phone number that's attached to it that they still call. And that the fact that one of their sources or two of their sources are teddy bears is yeah. just unbelievable to me. And of course, it's because they say that, oh, it's Louis and Harry. But that's not right. confirmed. There's no evidence of that. In fact, there's plenty of evidence, including a confession, that the crew was doing it behind it. And, but they won't accept that because that they really invested themselves in decoding all of those messages from a couple of stuffed animals. And continuing to take inspiration from it. Yeah. And so Louis dropped some merch. Um, Lyric-based images. And uh, the first one is, like, about, like, written in our DNA or whatever from two of us. Mm -hmm. And so they are convinced that he's sending them signs that this is about Babygate. Because at the top, there's like three kind of dot things in the bottom there's two which of course stands for end it and then oh wow wow yeah and then there's of course the dna strand so that's like oh i never got a dna test but there's not like an x through it or anything but like dna and then behind that they say this looks like 
a baby gate, like a gate you put up for babies. So he's like directly referencing baby gate. And of course they're calling him clever, which means they're calling themselves clever for figuring this out. And doll lady was like posting and posting and posting about this. And I'm just scrolling thinking you guys really are QAnon and QAnon with like, you know, their source Q anonymous poster on this message board, posts all these weird little phrases and they're called breadcrumbs and then the QAnon believers call themselves bakers because they gather up those breadcrumbs and form them into um, a message, like a sign, which I feel like is the this is the opposite of what, like, you don't, that's not how you bake. <laughs> like, you don't, like, scrape up all the breadcrumbs and, like, put it into a bread pan and, the, like, the breadcrumbs come after. Anyway, so they, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. But that's what they do. And so that's exactly what Larry's are doing is just taking these things, calling them messages, and forming them into messages and signs to themselves to show how special they are. Yeah. So those are the sources of information. And so going back to Karen Douglas's quote, you know, use the, they, they view themselves to be critical thinkers. And so let's critically think about the sources of their information and they don't have any good sources. Like, I'm trying to think of what a good source would be. Oh, I know. Harry and Louis themselves. <laughs> Back to Louis. Can you tell me what Louis has said about this conspiracy theory? Um, he said that it was uh, dis- it's disturbing, um, that it is disrespectful to his girlfriend and mm-hmm. his son and people he cares about. Mm-hmm. Um, he's implied that it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's said that they can't be reasoned with. Um, he called their beliefs worrying. Worrying. Yeah. Um, he denied yeah, he's, that it's he's, real. He's not a fan. <laughs> yeah. So it, when we're dealing with uh, relationships between people, I got this series of anonymous messages. I refer to that person as the fence sitter Adnan. I didn't post their um, messages, but... Um, their thing was that basically they said we're thinking of two different things when we debate on larry you're debating on the entire conspiracy theory idea which is the sum of harry and louis are were in love and all of the extra mutual long-term relationship baby gate bearding blah 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 that larry's have added over the years the latter is what louis has denied i'm thinking more of the first point the root idea that harry and louis are or were in love the latter can be mostly disproven with circumstantial evidence facts and has been done, also direct denial. While the former is near impossible to prove or disprove because how do you prove or disprove an emotion that once might, might not have existed in another person's mind? Well, I think the way that you can do that is to take those people at their word. And that's the only thing you can do. And their, their next line, words are not always unreliable. People change, motivations change, especially when it involves personal feelings. It's a gray area. So you can thrash the entire conspiracy or support it, but you'll never be fully justified doing either, as you aren't any of the people involved or a magical mind reader. So <laughs> I always approach this kind of thing as like, I mean, you've talked about you point out at length, and you're correct, you know, that there's been denials. The 
I mean, Louis's first official denial was a denial of the relationship at all. It was saying that Larry was bullshit. This is before Freddie was a twinkle in his eye. This is mm-hmm. years before that. This is before they, before Harry and Louis stopped interacting. They had already at that point stated that they had reduced their interaction because of the conspiracy theorizing and rumors, but they were still hanging out and known to hang out and seen together and stuff like that at that point. So this, I feel like people don't recognize how early on this was. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but the other thing is, is that like, so, so if the, if the question is, did they ever have these feelings, whether or not, whether or not they even acted on them, in which case I'm sort of like, why would that even be a thing that would be important to you in 2020 at all? Facts were that in 2010, when Louis auditioned for The X Factor, he had a girlfriend mm-hmm. that he considered a long-term girlfriend at that time. They'd been together for some time. She was at the audition. He was with her the whole time they were on The X Factor. She was involved in like the promo. Like She would tweet about experiences and how... Louis, how excited Louis was about X, Y, Z, you know, in the same way that people mine friends and family for information. They were mining Hannah for tidbits on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And they broke up and he issued a public statement on their breaking up. So we know what that timeline was. And then he got together with Eleanor, which he was talking about being with Eleanor in that time. Mm -hmm. But if you're just talking about like, so they had feelings for each other but they lied about it, then then not only is it like, why is that something that's important for you to unravel? But if they lied about it, they don't, it seems clear to me that they don't want you to think that they did have those feelings for each other, even if they did. So what what is your motivation for holding on to that now 10 years after the band got together in defiance of what they said just because you think they're lying. I would just really like to unpack why that's something that's even a little tiny bit important to you in 2020. Even if you think it's harmless, but why? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what I would be that point? I'm wondering if, I really do wonder if that's the point of view that those like new Twitter Larrys have that say, well, we're not blue greeners. We're Larrys. Right. Like they just right. believe that at some point in time, Harry and Louis were in love with each other. And it's okay right. with them if they're not anymore. And I think right. that might actually be what those people believe because this Finsit or non, um, this is their second message to me. I read like their third and fourth to me. So the second one, um, I belong to neither side and I'm new to this. So all I see is a years-long silly battle between two sides trying to determine if two teenage boys were in love at one point in time. And that's where I'm like, whoa, 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 we're talking about two different things. Yeah. Like, clearly, I'm talking about this as a conspiracy theory. Whether or not Harry and Louis had feelings for each other a long time ago doesn't fucking matter to me. Because, again, Louis had a girlfriend. He was he talked about his girlfriend. Then he had a different girlfriend, talked about her. And so if he's having these, like, gay feelings for someone else, but he's not speaking publicly about it, not my business. Yeah. And that's the, the part I try to I try to appeal to the humanity. I'm sort of like, if he was 
if he was struggling with this or if he felt intimidated or if he felt for whatever reason that he had to keep it secret, I try to appeal to their humanity as like, your going on about this can in no way be helpful to him or anyone. So why is it so important to you to do that? Why is it so important for you to think that that's not something that could be hurtful? <laughs> like, yeah, well, I mean, they live in this fantasy world. And the other thing is, like, from the RPS side of it, the pure shipping side of things, like, that is a trope. That yeah. Those are stories that people write, write. And I guarantee you, I haven't looked this up because I don't read X-Factor era fic, but I'm sure that there's at least a few fics from that time period or about that time period dealing with that idea that Louis got this girlfriend and then he's in love with Harry and what does he do about it and all that internal conflict. I'm sure that's... I've written one. I've written. Well, (laughs) there you go. So, like, Like, that... If that's an idea someone wants to explore, there are non-invasive ways to do that. Recognizing this isn't real, but this is... A story that could happen maybe that's what the the author is thinking about when they're writing it like pulling from own personal experience and working that out through fic that's what I've done for as many years as I've been writing fic that's one reason I like to write it to like work out my own inner stuff and that's fine <laughs> but saying that it's real taking that step saying that this idea that I have that he must be going through, they must feel this way because of all these external things that we can see and they're showing us and we're only seeing what they want us to see and we're seeing everything. That must make it real. And taking that step into this false reality that is like bonkers to me. But that's what they do. And they and this person, this new person, this fence sitter Anon comes in and how they see the issue is two sides arguing over the internal feelings of two people when that's not what has been happening and I feel like I've been pretty clear that I'm anti-conspiracy theory yeah and that's the part where I I I don't I don't trust that they're coming in good faith because Oh, I feel like if they're already coming to your blog, they must know that that's not what is going on. So to try to frame it that way, it's like, why are you gaslighting me about what the contents of my own blog is? Mm-hmm. And I told her, I, well, her, I told this Anon in a, you know, I didn't post their Anon, but I said basically like, you know, by your logic, QAnon can't be proven. And they responded with their fifth and final, and then I said, stop, t- stop messaging me. From what I yeah. can look up on QAnon, any other solid misinformation-based theory, I'm sure 99% of it can, either, can be either factually disproved, disproved with pre-existing knowledge facts with time. It's not claiming yeah. two people who once lived together were in love or hate. I have no interest in the real repercussions of a conspiracy, only engaging the merit of, it, of its assumption. This person was just being, like, very... Um, flowery over like unnecessarily like flowery with their language maybe flowery Mm -hmm. is not the word but like highfalutin uh (laughs) hoity-toity and um yeah i just i have no patience for that kind of bullshit you don't know what you're talking about fence that are on so hopefully you're listening to this anyway (laughs) fart noises yeah (laughs) did you have Um. any other comments on this topic 
Um, well, I think we were, we were talking about, I think it leads into us talking about um, the things, the parts that are true. Oh, yeah. Do you want to go into that um, aspect? Because um, I feel like, you know, when we talked about, like, well, if, you know, if Louis were gay, mm-hmm. if Louis had had these feelings but never acted on them, like, mm-hmm. how hurtful it would be to, like, be speculating on about it 10 years, not 10 years later, come on. But the aspects of, like, do do artists, you know, actors, musicians, whatever, celebrities, people feel pressure to remain in the closet? Mm-hmm professionally like their agents or their management may say hey you might want to keep that on the download or whatever spoken or unspoken pressure to remain in the closet Mm -hmm. absolutely and the thing you know that's an attack that conspiracy theorists levy at antis all the time it's like Mm -hmm. oh like no one's ever been closeted half of us are like shut up first of all but like yes people are pressured to stay in the closet and that is a famous ongoing story from Mm -hmm. people who come out of the closet um but are they contractually forced to not not only not disclose their sexuality, but to explicitly state that they're straight or state that they have this long-term girlfriend? Do mm-hmm. beards exist? Do people get into fake relationships for PR, as in ask a friend to accompany them to events or just let heteronormative assumptions brew about spending a lot of time and being seen canoodling with someone of the opposite sex who may be a friend or may not be a friend. Um, Yes, those things happen. And usually both of those people benefit from the speculation. Usually it might be tied to a project or something that they're wanting to promote. Sure. Does it last, you know, six years? Um, Do people, you know, have big breakups and get into relationships with other people and then get back to each other Mm -hmm. and talk about writing their albums about their relationships of being with those people do they have children with them that's not the kind of beard that happens historically and you can verify that by looking up any story of a gay celebrity coming out and the relationship that they may have had with members of the opposite sex do gay men marry women yes they do sometimes like in the case of elton john they say that they loved those women sometimes the poor woman has no idea that her partner is gay Mm -hmm. finds out about it and is distraught and heartbroken thinks that they caused it thinks wonders what's Mm -hmm. wrong with them that they didn't see it beforehand has a lot of emotional trouble with it carrie fisher is one of those women she Mm -hmm. married a gay man it hurt her to find out that he was gay. Judy Garland married a gay man, and she didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And she became suicidal because she found out about that. She found him in bed with his partner. Those things happen, but they don't happen in a way where a, a record label forces an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old through an adult proxy to sign a contract for 10 years to not interact with each other mm-hmm. and fake have fake children and multiple fake relationships and lie about the contents of their albums that they haven't written yet because they're in a boy band contracted for probably five albums and this is going past the fact that they're even contracted for that boy band content it doesn't happen that way mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
from a critical thinking standpoint, when you hear these stories of like, well, this is what Larry is. This is why Larry can't do this. This is why Louie is here. To ask, has anyone done that? Has anyone had to mm-hmm. do that? We get a lot of, look at Lance Bass. Okay, I'm a mm-hmm. resident expert on Lance Bass. Tell me, what about Lance Bass? His girlfriend didn't know he was gay. Mm-hmm. He said he'd been with women sexually before and that he loved them. He just didn't love them the way that he loved men. And that he knew it and that he didn't tell anyone. He didn't even tell his own bandmates. His bandmates were hurt that he didn't tell him because he didn't want them to be put in a position of having to deny or lie on his behalf Mm -hmm. until after he was out of the band. That's what happened. So what about Lance Bass? Like, you know, or Ricky Martin, who said that he loved his fiance. He was in a long-term relationship with a woman. He said he loved her. He might not have loved her the way that he loves men, but their relationship was genuine. He wasn't mm-hmm. like, eh, she was doing me a favor. Eh, she was walking my dogs. Eh, I don't like her, but I didn't hate her, so I let her hang around. That's right. not the way it works. <laughs> yeah, and um, so there's a quote from Aoife Gallagher from that same BBC um, BBC podcast. Uh, she was asked, is there an obvious way to draw to try to draw people back from this, meaning QAnon or other conspiracy theories, especially if they won't believe mainstream media and political figures? And Aoife's response was, quote, the kind of advice that I've been given people that have been reaching out to me is about people in their lives who've started down this path is to keep the lines of communication open and make sure you don't dismiss them as crazy and try to keep them in your life because what you don't want to happen is this complete detachment from reality and the people that are actually in their lives and are supportive. Pretty much every conspiracy theory there in pretty much every conspiracy theory, there are kernels of truth and are just put together in illogical ways. And if people want to talk to people about these conspiracy theories, talk about the true elements of them and what's actually true and put the truth into the context it needs to be in. Uh, so that's what you've done very well right there. Is That's what I just unloaded. <laughs> yeah. So that is, there's kernels of truth. And we, as antis, do not deny that. We have never denied that some people in the music industry and the entertainment industry are closeted. But they are not closeted in the way that Larry say that they are. Um, There have definitely been times where a celebrity has raised a child thinking it's their own and then find out later that it is not their child. But that doesn't it doesn't happen the way that they're saying it's happening with Louie. Well, I mean, first of all, that would be more believable. But they're not even saying that Louie's raising a child that isn't his that he doesn't know is his. I, I mean, the. The whole that he, thing that he ha- has or hasn't had a DNA test is frustrating because it's just it doesn't work according to any premise in the first place. So it's literally just like a plucked out. It's really just that it's like that's the only thing that they have because it would have been is there a birth certificate and it was supposed to end with that and then it didn't. But we talked about that. But it isn't he's he's going to be ra- forced to raise this child who is someone else's child for 18 Mm -hmm. years that's not what's being proposed here what's being proposed here is that someone forged his signature on a birth certificate or he signed it under some sort of duress the mother isn't the mother at all he's being raised by two entirely different people and louis just has to keep saying that he's his son (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like when you put it like that (laughs) it's absolutely absurd (laughs) like that's so um I mean, you know, we're we're still we're at the point where now people are saying that there's three eminently fake babies because Gigi mm-hmm. 
mole got belly mole got airbrushed or something like that and it's just like you the only examples you have of fake babies are within your own house at this point yeah there's no Um, nothing like this anywhere else oh wait just kidding benedict cumberbatch yeah other conspiracy theories (laughs) yeah there was three fake children i don't know (laughs) so for a while there were there somebody tried and that's why I mean I debunked it, and I know at least someone other someone else debunked it. They were like, "Oh, look at this example of a fake baby." And of course, they're referring back to the golden age of Hollywood, in right. which a woman got pregnant and she wasn't supposed to, so she had the baby, and the baby was raised by someone else, so that she wouldn't have the scandal of having had a baby she wasn't supposed to have. Right. That's not what's happening here at it's all. It's like the opposite. Because they're arguing it's the opposite. Right. Because they, you know, she gives up the baby to avoid a scandal. Louis be- being given a baby to create a scandal. That's what they're arguing. <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't make sense. You know, we almost forgot as a source mm. that is, that Larry's used, that is unreliable. Urban Dictionary. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, Larry's like to put terms on Urban Dictionary and then refer to those terms on Urban Dictionary to prove their point about something. Uh, so Danielle's being a concept that they created, um, and then, which I guess what they mean is that, so, I get, they don't, it doesn't seem like they have very good interpersonal skills. Because, <laughs> so Louis was in a long-term relationship with Eleanor. They broke up. Seemed to be kind of messy. He had his party boy phase, got a girl pregnant, got a different girlfriend who is a celebrity in her own right. They date yep. for about a year or so, and yeah, then break up shortly, officially shortly after Louis' mother died. Uh, it turns out that Eleanor had been around there at the end of uh, Louis' mother's life because they were close, and it seemed they remained close. They remained close. It seemed as though. <laughs> What happened was that Louis and Eleanor started seeing each other again and talking and realizing, you know what, this is the relationship. This is it. She's the one. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so thereafter, after Danielle and Louis were done, Larry's like to say that all of these articles mentioning Louis and his long-term girlfriend and blah, 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 leaving out Danielle, oh, they, she's not even important in the narrative anymore. So they just like got rid of her. How stupid are they to like, you know, not even mention her anymore? And it's like, well... Yeah, she was, like, at about a year-long relationship, but also she's not the significant relationship in Louis' life. Yeah. But anyway, so they put that term, Danielle, to, like, be erased in a narrative or whatever on Urban Dictionary, and they'll refer saying, yeah, that's even on in Urban Dictionary. Like, yeah. I don't have several baseball-related um concepts on urban dictionary or like my friend and i didn't use the name of another baseball fan everybody hates to (laughs) make a term on urban dictionary like it's so easy um yeah but what we were looking at was s-i-n-o for straight in name only an acronym and then a response um Instagram response that said exactly and the word Sino was given to homosexuals in Japan during the Japanese war which is coincidental for someone like Harry Styles who just spent time in Japan and Harry is tagged in that comment and wow. um, any 
person who has any type of background in history would say no sino is means chinese um but anyway referencing urban dictionary i'm only sure about what is written in urban dictionary straight in name only and his tattoos are just yes and no right that's right it's in in terms of critical thinking in terms of critical thinking if i were faced with this i'm like well what are the possibilities yeah it says see and no and then underneath it says we and non. So it's like, well, what is we known then? Does that mean straight in name only in some other like reference? You like, know they looked. You yeah, know yeah, they looked. They tried, but that's yes and no in French, and then he's got yes and no in Spanish on his knees, and why? Who cares? Um, but this <laughs> is also like looking into seeing these tattoos as messages to them. Yeah. Which is just like as someone who has tattoos of her own, that's, like, crazy to me. That you think that you yeah. can look at the symbols that someone has placed on their body and think that, oh, those are there for you. Well, what about Interpret. the bee? The bee fly. Oh, yeah, the bee fly. Yeah. How many, how many conspiracy theorists got tattoos of bees <laughs> years ago because Harry got a tattoo of a fly that they decided was a bee that would mean ending it and freddie is going to be five in january well they talked about the bee because louis said he was buzzing about being a father and they and so the bee became their symbol and they're like oh we're gonna get the bee when baby gates over and then they just lost patience they want to get that tattoo which is fine little bees are cute like that's a cute tattoo um but also they couldn't comprehend that if harry's fly is a bee he is from you know he claims manchester and that's yeah, their yeah. symbol so it's like you know how do you know what it means you don't but they're gonna shape the narrative around whatever they desire whatever makes and now them feel says good. he's about his tour so i guess he hates it oh wait no yeah <laughs> that doesn't work so yeah and all of the t-shirt reading and color reading and you know placement of hands in the corner of a of a you know or shoes in the background of a post by Eleanor all this other stuff is just you know reading into things that aren't there and all of that is straight up QAnon stuff and obviously Larry's have been doing this for longer than QAnon's been around Um, but you know I have people asking me now hey what is this QAnon thing I see it on Facebook from family friends they're posting the pedophile stuff and i'm like uh uh-uh. that what you're posting that's conspiracy theorist stuff like where are you getting this like check your sources you need to have reliable sources not this random person's facebook page and screenshots from you know twitter where's the article that's referenced here you don't even have a link to it like i'm doing all this media literacy education with people on facebook about QAnon. it is everywhere now it's on mainstream yeah news you turn on cnn and they're talking about it so that that's why i'm relating it to that because it you know everybody sees it now and it's the same yeah. larry's do the same thing but that's of course because all conspiracy theories and all conspiracy the- theorists are ultimately the same yeah and, how and it's like i mean the ter- in terms of like again critical thinking if you're it's always been ending if it's been ending for five six years now and it's never ended is there no questioning of like whether you have it right 
Um, well, I mean, a lot have left. It's imminently ending. Yeah, a lot of them have left. Or if they do come back and post, it's definitely not the same level that they were posting before. They're not creating all these, you know, like Maya's back, I guess, but is she participating in the same way she used to participate? No. Yeah. It's like reblogging old posts like Fetus Larry and stuff. So, I mean, they have left. Now, have they left behind artifacts for us to discover why they left? God damn it, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have those conversations. I want to know, um, mostly because I'm curious. But, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked before about, was it September 2019, where it just seemed like a lot of them dropped off at the same time? Yeah. Um, and it seemingly coincided with Louis having his first performances. And, you know, what about that made them stop posting about Larry? Yeah. I still want to know. I wish I knew. I know. So if um, there's any Larrys listening, <laughs> especially those of you, those new Larrys on Twitter, when you say that you're not a blue greener, but you believe that Louie and Harry are or were together, we'll take you. You can talk to us, answer our questions. Um, we might know more about it than you do, but that's fine. Uh, we also want to know what you're about. So please contact me. There are lots of different ways. If you're listening to this, you know of at least two. Um, We do want to have conversations with conspiracy theorists as well. Why not? And again, I I want to. Before we close, I want to. I want to share what my absolute favorite Larry receipt is. Oh yes, please. My absolute favorite, favorite, favorite one was um, a person who recounted that they had a older friend or family member who was a surveyor. And so I assure you, surveyors <laughs> don't like boy bands or know anything about boy bands. But they were watching a performance of One Direction on Saturday Night Live. And they were watching it. And the surveyor, a very manly man who does not like boy bands, said, um, does the pri- Disney prince know that the one with the cheekbones is in love with him? Wait, what does him being a surveyor, it, just because he's a manly man, he wouldn't know anything. That's why they've given that job to him. Not that it's relevant in any way. I don't know. I don't know where they, you know, went with that. But it's basically, yeah, anything oh is funny. Because, you know, my, my husband worked as a surveyor. I tested as a surveyor. I just didn't take the job. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like, we're like fuck capitalism um yeah so, so i mean i don't know if your your definition of surveyor is surveyor there's definitely people who are you know real conservative you know right-wing talk radio type you know surveyor, oh, i was, like, I was imagining a surveyor the guys who are on the side of the road with the camera and like the yeah. orange thing yeah the tripods yeah yeah so like i guess i mean the surveyor i know is like super left-wing Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but I guess that's to establish that, yeah. They have no normal. stake in this. Right. But they still recognize that one looks like a Disney prince and one has cheekbones. Right, yeah. <laughs> the little one with the cheekbones, like they're that different in size. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and that one you'll see in the subheaders of a lot of oh, Larry's yeah. blogs. It's the Disney prince and the little one with the cheekbones is in love with him. Um I don't know how many notes that one has, but it's probably right up there with yes, of course, always. But I just love that one. Just because I'm like, hey, I know surveyors. And also, that's just wild. What a, what a fanfic. Three out of ten. 
<laughs> Disney Prince loves one with cheekbones. Only Larry can. That Tumblr. Um, Pinterest, 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 Pinterest. Larry Stylinson on Pinterest. Tell me this is not love. Oh, here's the origin of that. Maybe we'll we'll go ahead and, and put this one in. Of course, it's on Gabby's Tumblr. Should have known. Hey there, what's the origin of does the one with the cheekbones know the prince is in love with him? I'm fairly new. This is May 2016. And I've seen the reference, but I don't know where it's from. Thanks, Gabby. Um, that was a reaction from an outsider when they were at the AMAs 14. That was when Harry serenaded night changes to Louis on national TV. Um, oh, Lord. In my search for the original story, I found Daily Mail answering the Ask LMAO. Here's the original story. Um, Yeah, I have my own everyone can see it story from work. I was chatting with one of our surveyors, 40s, married, teen kids, and he said, I saw that group of yours sing last night. I smiled and nodded. Like, okay, that would not be my reaction for some (laughs) random 40-year-old married guy with teen kids saying, hey, I saw One Direction or I saw Harry Styles on TV last night. I wouldn't smile and nod. I'd be like, oh yeah, how'd you, did you like it? Wasn't it good? Like, anyway. So he says, they were pretty good. The one who looks like a Disney prince with the curls, he's your favorite, right? I nodded happily and informed him that his name was Harry. He didn't really care, but then he said, does the little one with the cheekbones know the prince is in love with him? That one is great. So, um, let me. I got the, the order backwards. I was like, I was like yeah. the cheekbone from the Disney Prince. I was backwards. So that you know what Blame that me. one only has one thousand nine hundred and eleven notes. Oh no! Yes, of course. Always did way better than oh, that. Oh yeah. So this was November twenty fourteen. But I wonder how many notes. Yeah, this retelling by Gabby only has. Well, it has two hundred fifty seven notes. That's a lot for a retelling but two years later that's a lot less than 13,000 though yeah but all of those stories like of the Larry like their friends come up to them and say hey you know One Direction I know you like them and they're like they smile and nod and stuff that is, that's not <laughs> that's not an authentic reaction therefore I mean I know that it's fake <laughs> it's funny because it's like we you know we joke about how the receipts have like a format it's like yeah. a mad lit. like you could just <laughs> We should do that one time. Like a There's the one about Louis dancing in the gay club in oh, yeah. Amsterdam because he took Eleanor there. That was by those damn bears, right? Yeah. Louis Tomlinson, gay club, those damn bears. Yep, found it. This is so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Amsterdam. I've lived here for over 15 years, all combined. Like, why is that relevant? To to establish the level of expert. There is one street that is the gay street of Amsterdam called the Regalier Dwarstraat. I don't know. I don't know Dutch. It's only gay clubs and restaurants. I've been here countless times. I'm just mentioning this for no reason at all. Forget I said it. Just a random tidbit of info, tourist info for you. So Louis went out in Amsterdam last night and he posed for this fan pic. It seems to be a street party of some kind, or at least a big umbrella with lights 
outside of a bar and people seem to be watching something or waiting to order drinks at a bar that they've put up outside. When I saw this first thing this morning at 6.30 a.m., the location felt familiar, but it was 6.30 and my brain doesn't work properly at that time, so I stared at the photo some more in bed on my phone and look. Do you see the rainbow flag on the right? <clears throat> yes, you do. How nice. But there are many rainbow flags in Amsterdam. And why would Louis not be at a place with some gay pride? Let's try and see what else we can see in this photo. Men. Only men. Which I think I do see a woman in the background of one of these, but like... Whatever. So only men are on the gay street? I Apparently. There's not a single I mean, woman on that street in this pic. Oh, except for a blonde, just, except, perhaps except for a blonde just in front of the flag. So, like, there is a single woman. <laughs> um, modern buildings, 1980s. Oh, and then, God, you gotta do a freaking keep reading. Why does she go through this whole, like, thing? Oh, I can't read it, because I'm blocked. So, anyway, um, basically, those damn bears says that this is gay, and so he must be gay, in Amsterdam. And when was this? This was... This was... It was right around Eleanor's birthday. I'm guessing 2017, yeah. Was it... What month was it? July. July. So, like, I don't know... So, 2017, July, I was in Europe. And while in the U.S., June is our, like, Pride Month, and we have all our Pride Parades in June, um, in Europe, it's more July and August... And mm-hmm. so places that are not, like, gay areas, like Stockholm, I was there one year um, for Pride, the whole city was decked out. Every tourist area covered in Pride flags in Stockholm Yeah. Uh, when I was there in August one year. And so it's like, I, anyway. Well, even the thing, I mean, my thing is, okay, look at the possibilities. Part of the problem, of course, is that the conspiracy theorists believe that if Louis isn't gay, he hates gays, and he hates being associated with anything that is gay, and so he would never have anything to do with anything that is gay. That's part of why the bar is set so low for if he, like, waves at someone who has a pride flag. Mm -hmm. It means that he's acknowledging their acknowledgement of him, (laughs) and it's more validating because they don't think... if he's not gay, then he would hate them. And that's wrong. It's false um, about just a, a, a false assumption to make about anyone who hasn't explicitly said that sort of thing, but especially boneheaded about Louis. But so that's part of it. So first of all, like they do is establish like, no, this is gay. This is a gay thing. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have stumbled into here by accident. But okay, gay people throw great parties yeah the gay area of a place is probably going to be really fun (laughs) like um but you know remember they have that overarching idea of like he wouldn't do that though he Mm -hmm. wouldn't have fun if he was straight and he certainly wouldn't go anywhere without eleanor it's not like she could be tired or you know freaking have period pains like we don't know the situation (laughs) is always the thing like one of she the ways that I bathroom. try to, to be critical thinking is like when people want, want to make a big deal about someone's expression in a photo. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, do you know how much, like, think about your own self. Do you know how much you feel <laughs> in a moment? Like, you could be think, wondering if you left the gas on or wondering if you have to fill up on the way home for your car or you're hungry 
mm-hmm. or you have indigestion or you're holding back a burp or like a family member has a cold and you're hoping that they're home or you we're wondering if your dog peed at the house because you haven't been back for like there's so much that could be going on and you have no idea how serious or not serious it is to be like well he has a half smirk in this picture or he isn't smiling in this picture it's like an instant i mean niles talked about that he's like Mm -hmm. this is an instant it was an instant in like a day i don't even remember what i was thinking then you know Mm -hmm. and people are probably actually better at that now that they're having so many zoom meetings and have to look at themselves and they're really like talk about the exhaustion that that causes yeah it's kind of more exhaustion because you're always on you can't even exchange glances with somebody else Mm -hmm. The way you could in, like, in person. Yeah. Yeah, these uh, receipts are fun. And it's like... I mean, I could make a receipt just as easy as anybody could. And, like... But that's all they have. Yeah. These days, I mean... Louis and Harry haven't been seen together in the same room in over 1,300 days. Yeah. So, like... All they have is new fake receipts, old fake receipts, old pictures, um, T-shirts, tattoos. Claiming that Eleanor's knee is Harry's. Right. Making fun of Eleanor for taking very good care of dogs. And posting, like, wonderful dog content. I love that Brianna is posting, like, kitten content now. Yeah. Like, yeah, hate on that. <laughs> okay. And accusing Brianna's family of face-tuning, of face-tuning oh Freddie to look like Louie. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, the the Photoshop experts. Like, any yeah, old oh. person who just off the street, like, pretends that they know about Facebook because they've used it in the past. Photoshop. Yeah, or, oh, yeah, Facebook. Photoshop. Using, because they've used it in the past. And they use it all the time, and they're like, yeah, so if you do this, then, you know, a real picture that's not Facetune won't have this, but they don't know that. No. But I also, like, I, I like to point out, I'm like, but if, they, if they've edited a picture, then there must be a source picture. Right. Like, they didn't, you're, you're not arguing that they just painted on Louie's eyes or whatever. You're saying that they took a picture of mm-hmm. Louie, and they used it to manip Freddie's face. So what picture is it? Right. Because we don't, because even when we try to, when we line up their pictures, they look two of a kind, but they mm-hmm. don't look exactly the same. The lighting isn't the same. The angle isn't the same. They're not actually identical. Um, the fact that you think that they're that identical is actually telling much more on you. Um, but what pictures? What pictures are they using? Certainly, they're talking about video. What 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 footage are you thinking is being used here? They used to they used to be better at this. I, this is me calling you know kind of the brain trust has left fandom long time. Mm-hmm. But you know, back in the day when they used to say that Louis and Eleanor were photoshopped together, they were like, oh, this is the picture of Justin Bieber that was used to to mm-hmm. Photoshop over. Louis, and then people would be like, they actually don't have the same build at all, and that's, like, completely debunked. But now they're just like, yeah, they're just photoshopping. And I'm like, yeah, it's so fucking lazy. Ugh. Yeah. But it's all they need. That's the burden of proof at this point is, like, incredibly low. Mm-hmm. And it, the irony that, you know, 
<laughs> doll ladies out there. I think she's the only one mentioning QAnon, but like at one point, and I couldn't find the post, she 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 said that the irony, because Brianna had posted something that had some kind of QAnon flavor to it on Instagram. Yeah. And which is basically the same thing I've been seeing with my Facebook friends, like childhood friends who aren't in the conspiracy theory, but they're getting pulled in by that save the children thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not necessarily queuing on. They're just like on the edge, <laughs> Yeah, which is worrisome to the ideas. Yeah. But not like full blown C teams. Mm-hmm. So right. she posted something. She's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's so funny that antis call us a conspiracy theorist when it turns out that it looks like Brianna and her family are all QAnon. And I, my thought was, uh, those are two, like, unrelated things. <laughs> First of all. You could still be conspiracy theorists, and uh, you are. And yeah. it's not like we stan Brianna and say that she's not a conspiracy theorist. Like, that's not right. our position. And we, if we she say, was, it would be bad. Right. It would still not make her not Freddie's mom, though. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, this is, like, terrible logic. Just straight up. It, it, it's like, well, if she's, te- I mean, that's, again, that's kind of, part of the argument too like what was it with with the batching of camille it's like well if she's awful then she's not harry's girlfriend it's like that's not how this works at all no even if that were true which it isn't yeah it's still not it doesn't it's not a disproof (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think that the the logic you know the the unstated way of working it out is harry is a good person harry Mm -hmm. would only be in relationships with people who are good she is not a good person therefore harry would not be in a relationship with her and they're shortcutting right to number four but like you have failed to establish any part of that points b through d like you don't know and he could still (laughs) be a good person and date a not good person right that's what i'm saying like you don't even know if he would only Mm -hmm. be in relationships with good people you don't know that because you don't know of his relationships apart from what he has shared yeah, and look, I was not great at in geometry class. Like, I'm much more of an algebra person. But <laughs> I do recall theorems and proofs and the if-then mm-hmm. statements, and I really mm-hmm. think that Larry's need to revisit that concept and, like, practice it some more. It's introductory logic. Logic yeah. is proofs. Yeah, and they need to take a logic course because they're <laughs> not good at it. And I mean, and hey, let me drop my own you know, expert hat here. And honestly, speaking, of course, uh, my husband actually has a master's in philosophy, in which case he has taken like seven logic Wait classes. a second. So you're the, what? you say you have a husband, but how am I, why should I believe you? You could be lying. How can you even, I know, I know. You just going to take my word for it. I and honestly. So yeah, he has a degree in philosophy. He's a master's in philosophy. Master's in philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. taken all and the logic the courses. Is, I hate to do that. I hate to, like, yeah. do that and, and be like, well, actually, because I'm like, <laughs> these these rules are true whether or not my husband has a master's in philosophy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You can look them up. It's not it's not obscure. You can look it up yourself. <laughs> like, how to do a proof. Um Philosophy Tube just did a YouTube video on logic where he explains how that works, too. That's free. Yeah, we should link that so that any, like, random Larry happening by um, can try that. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess that's kind of my thing, since we're talking about, like, experts and using experts. Yeah. Is, like, well, I say I, I make this claim or whatever, and you can't prove it. But 
as I'm saying, the things that he is saying are verifiable. You too can verify this. Mm-hmm. Whereas if lawyer Larry says, you know, blah, 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 this is how they can keep Louie in the closet forcibly. There's not a way for you to like, look that up and find out if she's speaking bullshit. Um, yeah. I mean, apart from the fact that you won't find anything that, that backs her up, <laughs> but, but it's like, it, it, it is meant to feel like the lot, the knowledge is with her mm-hmm. and taking her word for it. You cannot independently verify that. And you talked about that with the receipts. You can't independently verify whether Harry was at X event or Y event. That is never an event that anyone actually officially knows about because if it were documented, you would know Louis wasn't there or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess I just would want to leave listeners with that. Is mm-hmm. like That's the difference between an expert that is just trying to appeal, to use the appeal to authority yeah. to tell you what to believe and what's true and you can't there's no way other than listening to them to even find out and someone who is an expert but is not using that as an appeal to authority because the this the information is out there you can verify that it's true yeah and using the export expert as like kind of a shortcut like instead of me having to learn all about logic i can right. say hey back to louis what is your husband's take on this and then because yeah. he's got he's been trained in it i can trust that he's a good source right yeah anyway well (laughs) it's been great to chat again same same and um hopefully we'll come up with another topic soon and if anybody has a request or an idea or an article um we will the next time we talk give you an update on the lizzo situation um again because i got some more information on that Um, And I need to track down some stuff. But um, if you've got an idea for a topic, we would love to hear it. So send them away. Or if you're a Larry and you want to actually, like, submit to some friendly questioning. Actually engage. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to engage, I mean. We're here. I've, I've got questions. I've got questions. Yeah, we still have questions. So thanks again. And we'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find supplemental information, including links to debunks that have been done in the past, at shit-larrys-say.tumblr.com. That's shitlarrysay.tumblr.com.